Thank you for tuning in to the Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. If you're enjoying what you're listening to and all my amazing guests have to offer, please consider supporting the show by subscribing to our Patreon. The link is at the bottom of the descriptions. All donations go to support our ability to continue to bring you fun and informative content. We can never do it without support from the listeners like you. So thank you. I appreciate you all. And without further ado. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. I am Rashawn Parker. And if you haven't yet, please go watch my television series, Beyond the Check worker owner edition now streaming on amazon prime and 2b tv 2b tv it's Fox's free tv also if you haven't yet please go subscribe to uh beyond the check on tastemade and you can check out some awesome live content there i have a fantastic guest today he is a man who's taking on uh uber eats all the door people are trying to bring you the food because he has his own personal business that is uh helping the small local restaurant he is the owner of savtakeout.com his name is steve schwerab ladies and gentlemen hi steve (laughs) hi everyone (laughs) (laughs) how you doing today yeah not bad not bad that's good that's good uh so you uh we're in savannah together right yes savannah so you got a business where you are delivering food it's a novel idea how did you come up with it (laughs) well good one i was i moved just moved to the states actually uh about six years ago and i was looking to open a cafe in savannah there wasn't enough coffee places then <laughs> um and during my research one of the services i wanted to offer was delivery and at that time i was actually living in statesboro which is about an hour away and um uh, during our um initial research uh, we were working with the sbdc which were helping us a lot with our um, business planning and Etc. And they introduced us to a, a local service in town called Borrow Takeout, and uh, got to meet the guys there. And thought, oh shoot, this is really cool. And they'd been around since the '90s, so these guys are veterans in the industry, way before wow. Eats and all the other big guys came into. <laughs> well, there into was the also market. there was also nine one two to go. There was, yeah. And, and honestly, I to go as well. And I'd, I'd never even heard of the one you just mentioned. Yeah. Bar- so, borrow um, to go? Yeah. And um, I was living in Dubai for 12 years before I even moved to the States. And, you know, we've got six months of the year with fantastic weather and six months of the year with um, very hot weather. And um, I knew that delivery just could work. And um, instead of, yeah. Following my dream of opening a cafe, I opened the food delivery business, <laughs> and um, and it sort of it it is comical because I never would have dreamt it in a million years. But um, it tied in pretty well with my previous background, which was um, um, hospitality, and uh, I worked in a few restaurants as well before and bars, and I was uh, working with Emirates Airline for twelve years. Um, at the capacity of Perso when I left. So we were in charge of service for, you know, first business and economy cabins and 500 people stuck in a tin can. <laughs> and I mean, we were transparent, trans, 
you know, transporting food um, that would be used hours into into the flight. I mean, you know, we'd be serving caviar 12 hours into the flight just before we land. And so food um, transport and food quality um, was always a big thing in my previous job. And I just knew that we could do it well with our service. So, uh, so, so yeah. what is it? I mean, it is, it is a bold statement to try to, I mean, I wouldn't, think to try to compete with Uber or, um, or DoorDash. I mean, there's, it's just so big and so easy to use. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The how in the world are you differentiating yourself or, or, or making it better for the smaller businesses? So interesting to use your um, service. Four months after we, uh, opened in 2018. Um, mm. Uber Eats came into town and the other big competitors came into town and uh, we were still a fresh company and we had to think quite quickly how we're going to differ- differentiate ourselves and um, always had a soft spot for small business, always have a soft spot for those restaurants that go out and do their own thing um, and I thought, well, you know, there's a few restaurants that I could really represent well in Savannah, um, uh, that have got good quality food, uh, a great service. And I wanted to just be an extension of, of their business. And, um, and that's the direction that we, we went in and we've held to it, um, uh, uh, to those principles pretty well. We do have a couple chains, but they are small business owned and the, the business owners are quite involved in, in the business. And th- what makes our business work really well is the communication that we have between the businesses we represent and our own within our own team as well. Um, so it's not a bunch of random drivers working for a big company in California taking 60% of the delivery profits out of state. Um, it's a small business where we, um, sign on local independent, uh, contractors as drivers. So they're all independent, uh, business owners as well. And the relationships really well, uh, really good. We've got a, a dispatch team that, um, knows what we expect and, and what our businesses expect. And, uh, works according to the standards that we want and, um, and, and it works well. So, um, it that, just shows I, you that bringing it back to small business, concentrating it, you know, smaller, it just, it, it just works well. So would you say a lot, a lot of your clients aren't on the, on the other apps or, or, or avoid um, them because of the fees and, you know, going local is a, well, is a is a better option for say higher end restaurants who just don't trust those people to actually get their product delivered in a in a way that they would be satisfied with. There's definitely a lot more accountability with us. I mean, if there's an issue somewhere, it's very easy for them to get in contact with dispatcher myself, <laughs> and you know we'll we'll um, we'll get the feedback. Um, the Rachel, I blanked. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, 
so <clears throat> I mean, basically working, working locally and direct with, with somebody that you can actually talk to, see yeah. you're a real human being, you know? <laughs> you, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're, you're as, not, well as, our, as well as our drivers too. Um, you know, we've got a team of 11 now. We've had three, unfortunately leave us recently to our SCAD students that just uh, graduated and one of my longtime drivers for almost three years, um, uh, went to do his own thing, which is pretty sad. But um, they take on, uh, how can I say, they take on the role that they do personally and ensure that they represent us well and fix things on the flight. So um, it, there's no back and forth communication through email and waiting and, you know, silly things like that. There's always a phone call. Uh, we're only a phone call or an email or, or a text message away and things get fixed instantly. So, so that's something that really gets appreciated by everyone, um, customers so you, and, and businesses as well. So you know how when you you go to, a say, a restaurant's website now yeah, and you click on a, a delivery option, right? Yeah. And it usually takes you directly to whatever app uh-huh. they're using as a delivery option. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you integrated in, in that way with, with your local core group of restaurants? It, we have. Yeah. So uh, another, I, cause, cause again, like I, I have, if I was going to have food delivered, yeah, I probably wouldn't even think to know that you existed. You know, uh-huh. I would immediately go to Uber. Or I would go to DoorDash because that's just in my site guys now. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, if I was to go to a restaurant's website and uh-huh. see that, oh, I can deliver, and I probably wouldn't even question what delivery service it would be. I would just assume it was their own, right? Mm-hmm. And so has that been a key factor in your ability to maintain business to compete with them? Yes. Um, the big companies have ways to get themselves um, put on uh, Google business profiles, etc. cetera. Um, we have to put a bit more work. Uh, we need the involvement of our business owners to put us in these places, but they do it out of willingness to work with us, which is pretty cool. Um, we don't well, you're work not, you're, you're, yeah. you're not You're not raping them like the other ones are. No, we're uh, not. I would, we I would assume so, right? That, I mean, there are other ways that we, um, we're not only delivery. The big thing with us is marketing marketing um as in you know we're very selective as to what restaurants we want to represent and work with um and so like we understand that responsibility there too uh, and we've got to be transparent and work with them and offer them different products that are similar to what the big guys can offer as well so it's always a bit of a chasing game but i mean it keeps you on your toes and it keeps you relevant and um and that's that's all good um, none of our businesses work with us um, exclusively by contract. It's, a lot of them do it by choice um, because they like working with us, which is pretty neat and, and is a testament to, <laughs> to what we do. Um, you know, like restaurants had a hard, uh, hard year last year with, with COVID um, and uh, you can't blame them for expanding their options um, and just like with the other services too, it's all marketing. So um, it's the exposure, what they want, and what they're able to, whatever they're able to handle, in regards to um, order volume that they receive as well. So, right. um, yeah. 
And whatever they can afford is as far and as... And whatever they can g- afford, g- you're g- right. Giving yeah, up the profits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are cheaper than the bigger guys. Um, generally, um, by the way, there's... A, and, it's an you, interesting that you would think it shouldn't yeah. be that way, you know? No, it shouldn't. You're right. And like I said, it's it's fact that 60% of the earnings that these big companies, delivery companies make does get um, taken out of out of city and state. So um, we want to try and keep our uh, money as much as we can local and, and keep it within our uh, community. It's a big Bravo, thing for us too. Yeah. Bravo, sir. Thank you. <clears throat> Not to say that those companies didn't do a lot of good in the beginning, but I yeah. know, you know, but they cut. I mean, they cut their fees. They're, the drivers don't get paid as much as they did originally. That's, you know, that, like even true. just regular Uber, that, like they all oh, just yeah. slashed them across the board. Oh yeah, I mean, a service for us, we we are very, um, very hands on. Um, so. You know, we don't have things running on autopilot. We've got people managing and manually sending orders to restaurants when we know that a driver is headed in that direction so that we avoid food sitting. Quality is a big thing for us. So it takes a lot of um, manpower to uh, get this done right. Um, right. And that means, you know, higher expenses for us. Uh, but um, we understand and appreciate our drivers and pay them more than they would get with, uh, you know, these other big companies because there is more expected of them. Um, you know, and, and we work with the dispatch because that level of service is expected of us, you know, from our restaurants, from our customers um, and our drivers as well. So, um, yeah, it, it's that model is serving us well. And if your driver shows up with Doritos <laughs> which he <laughs> dust on his face. You can just call Steve and complain directly to Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, another um, interesting fact too, like it, that I only found out recently within the last year was that there's another, there's a, about 500 uh, other similar services like ours across the U.S. Oh. You know, people thought that delivery, um, m- most people thought delivery was a new concept thought up. Um, I mean, you know, we, we talked about the, the previous services that were in Savannah before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, delivery has been around for a while. I mean, since the, um, since the days the, of the beginning days of the Internet. and um, Or possibly even, the dawn of before, the telephone. We're, may, we're, did, could we ever deliver vis-a-vis the old uh, uh, the old tap <laughs> the, the old tele, tap the oh why is my brain my brain's not working I'm blanking oh <laughs> uh, the Morse code in the Morse you know, code sure. yeah well, I heard I heard originally like before um, you know we, we Pony Express with, with with our with our current platforms you know walkie talkies notepads. <laughs> Um, but I went to a, um, a convention um, for an association that we're part of, and, and they represent a whole bunch of other services like ours across the US um, and Canada, and apparently the UK, so I read, called the RMDA. Um, and, you know, they talked about the first uh, noted or documented um, delivery, and it was actually pizza. It was, yeah, a few mm-hmm. hundred years back. So, um, (laughs) by Pony Express, (laughs) ordered with Morse code. There you go. (laughs) 
<laughs> Quite possibly. That's fun. So, um, so where, where, where? Let's let's get into a little bit of more about you. Well, okay. We'll, tell me about Steve. <clears throat> well, where? Where? What was your life like, Steve? Where were you born? Oh, yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, <laughs> I was actually born in Melbourne, in Australia. Uh, my parents are Maltese originally, um, and uh, I've lived in Malta as well for a couple for more than a couple of years, um, and lived in Dubai, like I mentioned, for twelve years. And ten years out of that, I was. Uh, flying for Emirates as cabin crew. And then the last two years of that, I was, last two years in Dubai, I was working in um, promotions and events for uh, underground, for the underground electronic music scene, which was pretty cool. It was always a fan of the music and I took a a bit of a turn and had a ball doing that. And uh, that really helped me with with this current business too, because I mean, big thing that's like i said is marketing and you know uh, presenting our restaurants to to you know to everyone and, and stuff like that so um and then uh moved to the states with my partner we've been together for a long time um and yeah i did the first year in statesboro like i mentioned which is a small university town so 12 years in dubai and then Moving Statesboro. out of the country to Statesboro was a bit of a shock. Um, <laughs> if there, if there got, are two opposite worlds on the planet, oh, yeah. you, you found oh, them. Yeah. That was an experience, and, and uh, you know, it was nice to, to get that open space and greenery. Um, and then, yeah, the, the intent was to move to Savannah. So um, a year in Statesboro, and then that time I did all my my uh, my planning and and uh, built relationships with with businesses and. We launched before I even moved to Savannah. So if anyone doesn't know, that's one hour right. one hour drive away. Um, then we moved to Savannah, yeah, and, and here we are. How was the, how, how was eating in Dubai? Uh, awesome, because I mean, it, it's such <laughs> everything a big, and anything you could ever imagine. It's such a big melting pot of um, cultures. Um, so you know, you could eat anything you want from anywhere. Uh, you want um, in the world, and it, it, it was—it's a great experience. I mean, you've got your glitzy, high-end restaurants with crazy, expensive, gold, lavish beef. seafood buffets uh-huh. and stuff like that, and then you got um, really great Indian um, and Pakistani restaurants. You know, just your your hole in the wall, and food's amazing, and you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you meet a lot of people from all over the world. It was yeah, pretty good experience. What do you? What do you? Is there anything you miss most that you can't get here? The nightlife. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to grow up at some point. So, um, yeah, this this forced me into it. But um, it's like your forced retirement here. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. But um. You know, like, that's why I keep busy. Like, we've got almost 50 restaurants now, and I, you know, keep busy with, with all of them. And uh, I'm not stuck in one place, which is nice, you know, for work. I'm, I'm mobile, and I can work out of anywhere, too. So uh, so it's cool. I mean, Savannah, Savannah's um, obviously not as, um, uh, how can I say, uh, multicultural as, as Dubai. I mean, Dubai's... No. A, a, a big hub, but I mean, you know, you got a lot of people from all over the world 
moving here as well, even within the States. Um, they appreciate the, the flow of the city and, and the, the way of la- life. Um, and it's not as easy, go- or it's not as slow as people imagine. I mean, there's still a buzz here. And it's a cool place. I mean, I'm still here. So yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm still here. It's funny when you uh, when you go other places, and this is this was mainly because I'd lived downtown the whole my like the first ten years that I was here. Okay, um, is you could walk everywhere and it's pretty, and you really don't oh, yeah. need a car if you live downtown. You no, know, you have brokers, yeah. you have everything you could ever possibly need. Yeah, and so I didn't have a car for ten years. Oh, cool. Because I didn't need one. I just rode my bike around town. Well. So I didn't, I, I didn't venture outside of downtown that often unless I was with somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I would leave Savannah and go to other cities, and it was just, and they're just, you have to drive a half an hour to get everywhere, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. and for anything that you need, you, there is no like area where it's just like, oh, this is a place you could live and walk, and you know everything, and they just don't exist in other places. That's true. So it's one thing that I always really appreciated about Savannah is that. Every, you can just live here without a car. <laughs> yeah. If you live downtown. And just get your food <laughs> delivered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, or, or just get your food delivered. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> buy, a um, local, buy a local delivery service. Yeah, there you go. S- such as AV Takeout. It's AV Takeout. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I- as far as uh, I-, I still want to know more about eating in Dubai. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so it's kind of like a Vegas. It's like the world's Vegas. It is without the gambling. Without the gambling. <laughs> without the gambling. I mean, yeah. I mean, the food scene is a big deal there. I mean, uh, especially Friday brunches because weekends are different in the Middle East. They're on. Oh yeah. Our, our weekends are on Saturday and Sunday here, um, mm-hmm. and most of the West. But in um, the Middle East, it's Friday and Saturday. So. Um, Friday was our big day to go out on a brunch and we'd get a big group of friends of like 15, 20 people and uh, book a massive table and start out from 11 a.m. <laughs> go all the, way, yeah, all the way till Saturday night. Huh? All the way through the night. Change places, go clubbing. Yeah. It used to be a big day. Not something you could do every weekend. I couldn't have done it personally, but... Um, it's great, like, and and that's what I missed the uh, the the variety of food that's that's available to you, and that's what I try to represent with our business too. To be honest, a, a world of flavors, um, um, of course, our, our our local favorites too. But uh, I really wanted to represent um, some international flavors with our with our profile. A world of food, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the t- at the touch of your fingers, yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, uh, do you cook? Terrible. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. as well. Just as no, well. Like not, just not. as well. I've got 50, 50 restaurants at my fingertips. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I cook, but I couldn't. Yeah, I'm a bit embarrassed. I, I wouldn't like, invite people over to eat. So, <laughs> forget it. Well, that's that. That explains a lot why you started the company. Uh, it does, yeah. It really does. <laughs> I assume you at least get some sort of discount. <laughs> oh, you know, like 
we don't ask for anything. We get taken care of, um, which is nice. Right. Um, yeah. You know, these people appreciate the work that we do for them. And, uh, you know, and we appreciate allowing them allowing us uh, to represent them. Um, so we try and keep, you know, good relationships with our restaurants as much as we can, of course. Oh, I got some technical questions. Go on. What what is one of the hardest things to transport to get to the uh, house? Interesting happy? one. Okay, uh, um, ice cream. Ice ice cream. Uh, well, look, <laughs> I'm going to use ice cream as an example. Um, are we allowed to put in a plug for a business? Sure, go for it. All right, cool. So, Leopold's um, that um, that came about working with them came about by accident. Um, I, uh, I met the owner at a, uh, a networking event. And he saw my, um, saw my car and he said, how come we're not delivering for you? I was like, well, we've tried to reach out, go up, you know, uh, you're hard to get through too. Hard to get through, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, he arranged a meeting re- real quick and, uh, it, it's an interesting meeting to have because it's a big name in town and you don't want to screw up uh, a delivery for him <laughs> and ice cream is sensitive. But yeah, like we, we started out with Leopold's limiting the range that we were delivering their ice cream to and we're not realizing that we're doing so well that we were actually pushing the boundaries to um, much further and um, it's been going really well. So um you know that's one of the one of the very sensitive foods that um scared me in the beginning um but we did, we, we're doing quite well there and pizza is another sensitive one believe it or not i mean it's one of our biggest really? products obviously that we uh deliver but pizza you've got to let it sit a bit and um let the the steam escape so it doesn't stay soggy and and the the base can stay a bit crisp and hold its shape and the drivers know that they gotta lay that pizza bag dead flat and not to press on that brake too heavy because oh shifting the toppings around oh yeah (laughs) toppings will slide and uh, (laughs) stuff like that and we do a pretty good job um so we've been delivering for for vinnie's now vinnie van gogo's um for a couple of years and we're at already four and a half thousand four and a half thousand deliveries delivered yeah wow and and if we've had five incidents that's probably plenty (laughs) yeah that's that's pretty cool five incidents Oh yeah, I mean, as in you know, what, 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 what would like, we call you know, an incident? Happen. They happen. <laughs> we have to admit, you know, they happen. I mean, we're just quick to fix them. But um, I mean, look at that. Look at that number. Yeah, compare it. And this is no BS. Like it's it's just yeah. It, it fascinates me to to even think about. It. It's pretty cool. I'm gl- I'm glad you know the number. Like that is. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Fourth. <laughs> How many? How many was it? Uh, it's four and a half thousand for sure. Yeah, four, four and a half thousand pizzas delivered. Oh yeah, I, that's or that's that's Ca- um, catching orders. up with McDonald's. The number of pizzas oh. that would be an interesting one. Oh, that would be an interesting so that's one. not just pe- that's orders. So multiple that's just pizzas orders. than orders. Yeah, that's not even pizzas. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> you have to get you have to get a sign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Com- you're competing with McDonald's. Yeah. Would you- which I don't know about the McDonald's sign. I don't know if the, if the, if they should be proud of it anymore or if they should be ashamed. 
<laughs> we, we've served four billion people our shitty hamburgers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Are we proud? Or yeah, we're proud. World's a bunch of suckers. <laughs> and then talking burgers as well, like um we deliver for for a green truck and um ah, just, you got the green oh truck. yeah, oh yeah. Um and that's a that's a really good uh relationship that we're having with, with them and uh yeah, a lot of burgers are being dished out uh, every day, every week. Um, All right, I don't want to. I don't want them to get mad at us. But how do you feel about their ketchup? <laughs> I like it. Oh, do you? I like. I it. hate it. I know it's a love and hate <laughs> right. thing, you, but you I say, like it. Yeah, no, I take my own with me <laughs> if I ever go there. I brought my own. I don't. Mm-mm. I like it's the garlic taste they have in it. I think it's real. Uh, I, I think that it's like the sugar wasn't processed or heated high enough, so it's still kind of grainy. Really? No, I haven't encountered that. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, and don't put, me, don't put me in a position, too. <laughs> I said, I, hey, you like their ketchup. That's fine. I, I'm glad they tried to do their own thing. But, oh, yeah. you know. I, I'm, I'm a simple American who's addicted to Heinz. And, yeah, you know, I know. There's a whole bunch of you out there. Um, um, I know it's a love and hate thing, but um, yeah, and I, if, I, I like it. <laughs> you know, my brain says that's what ketchup is. And, yeah. And it's not going to be told otherwise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, were you around food as a child? Like uh, growing uh, did you spend your childhood in Australia? Yeah. Interesting question. Okay, well, mom and dad's Maltese, our food is very Mediterranean. Um, you know, Mediterranean can mean different things to different people. I mean, you know, you've got your North African, you've got your, um, how can I say, uh, like Eastern, and then like, you know, the, the Greek and the Cypriot and the Turkish melt into each other. Um, our no matter what, is- there are grape leaves involved somewhere. Grape leaves, the, 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 the Turkish use them, the Greeks use them, Cypriots use them. They use the stuffed grape uh, vine leaves. But uh, our food's much more influenced by the Italian side. Um, We're only 60 miles, oh yeah, 60 miles away from Sicily. Um, so um, we are big on fish and, you know, we don't do too much to it. You know, for us, grilled piece of fish, um, salt, pepper, and lemon is... <laughs> More than enough, and a nice salad <laughs> is, you know, perfect. Um, well, so, that sounds super healthy. Yeah, and and it's an interesting thing too. Uh, mum, mum cooked at home. Dad did as well at times. Um, you know, they cooked a lot of traditional stuff. Mum ventured into other stuff too, but um, you know, she made Chinese noodles, and we thought the appropriate thing to put on top of them was Parmesan cheese for a long time. Um, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> And I think I mean they're still good. Yeah, me living then me living overseas and and uh, you know Mel- look Melbourne is a big food like big multicultural city. So we were exposed to a lot of food there too, and 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 I'm very grateful for that. Like you know the different cultures that we got to grow up, grow up with and different foods we got to experience. Um, Melbourne is the cap the food capital of Australia, mm-hmm. hands down. Um, so. You know, uh, you know, when you get a bit older and independent, 
16, 18, you know, you start going up with friends to restaurants and stuff and, and getting more um, exposed to international flavors. I think my parents are still a little um, old school and, 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 and like their own thing. Not that they don't venture around with, with other tastes, but they need a bit of guidance. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. we all get set in our ways in a lot of different attributes oh, yeah. of our lives. Oh, yeah. I mean, even, <laughs> me, even, even me, I have to admit it. Like, even moving to the States, there's certain tastes and, and, and way things are prepared that I'm still not very um, fond of. Used to. <laughs> seafood is a big thing, too, you know? So, um, you know, I, I just like my seafood nice and plain, you know, grilled, salt, pepper. But, um, you know, like, there's certain... Uh, I love to go to Erica Davis. They make certain things that I like that is more traditional to to the South. But I just like the way that they prepare it and I trust the way that, you know, their produce is always fresh and uh, it, whatever they make is always going to be pretty awesome. But um, it takes a bit of adjustment, definitely it does. I find that I... <clears throat> Like, I like to try different things, and I want to try different things, and I, yeah. I'm excited to try different things, and I try them, and I like them, you know, mm -hmm. for, like, you know, the first few bites, or, like, yep. maybe just for that one dish, but, like, mm -hmm. when it comes down to the end of the day, what do I just actually want to, like, shove in my face and just eat? Is It's usually none of the super fancy dishes oh, yeah. that you would find at a restaurant, none of the crazy, oh, no. you know, science things that go into it, or oh, yeah. taste play for profiles and having all these layers in them I mean sure that's I, fun and good and I appreciate going to the restaurant I appreciate the art that you put into it Jeff and I all yeah. of that but at the end of the day just give me just give me a roasted chicken and some mashed potatoes and corn and I'm a super happy boy and this is another thing too like <laughs> after flying for, for 10 years and visiting a whole bunch of different countries um, street food you just love it like you know you're the gonna simpler the better Real, um, you know, uh, how can I say? Um, uh, it's, comfort. it's by the community comfort. almost comfort more food. than by the city because, you know, tastes are acquired by, you know, what's available around the area. And um, so, yeah, that that's that's another one too. Right, yeah. 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 That is true. Like the, oh, the, yeah. ta the taste of a town comes from the street. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And that, Big fan and of Asian food too. Love Asian oh. food. I, lo I love traditional, or not traditional, let me rephrase that, Americanized Chinese food. I was going to say, right? watch out there. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been but, to China. I need another Chinese restaurant. Yeah, that menu is not your usual. Uh... No, not at all. <laughs> there is nothing. No, no. Yeah. Chinese restaurants are basically the McDonald's of a Chinese corporation, yep. right? And yep. they all got oh, together yeah. back in the day and came up with this menu. And yep. And that's what we call Chinese food, but real Chinese food, real Chinese we would, food. is oh, yeah. is like fear factor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, um, but I mean, you know, like um, they utilize if they're gonna if they're gonna cook, um, you know, from meat from an animal, they're gonna utilize everything from it, and mm -hmm. that's pretty neat too. You know, I think we um, when it comes to meat, maybe the Western side of the world is a bit, is very picky and very wasteful. Um, they make creative dishes out of well, anything. Sir, so, that's yeah. why we invented hot dogs. 
Uh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, we, we were true. like, you know what? We're super wasteful. What could we do with all this that doesn't completely yeah, gross us out? I tell you well, what. Like, let's make a hot dog. I'm I'm not very big on <laughs> on meat these days. I mean, I do eat it. I admit it, but I'm very big on more on the veggies and and the fish side of things. You're a bit um, of a pescatarian, are you? Uh, what, what was that? Pescatarian. Pescatarian. It's a fish. Yeah, fish. yeah, yeah. I Sort of, I guess. But I mean, no, I, I can't say that too because you, you'll see me, yeah, telling you a, a, a cheeseburger every once in a while. So, yeah. You have to, they're so delicious. It's the yeah. hamburger. It is literally, I blame the hamburger itself for most people's inability. What hamburger and bacon both hold a key part in keeping us from going vegetarian or switching yeah, because. That's true. Yeah. But there's a. a Good the damn hamburger. To, at least to the to the uh, <laughs> to the burger hamburger side of things, which is interesting. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like the fake the synth the synthesized meat yeah. or whatever the hell they yeah, do. Yeah. It has a weird flavor. I prefer I prefer like a black bean burger. Mm-hmm. You know, like just like a you know a, a good black bean burger is oh, a yeah. delicious burger. Oh yeah, yeah I don't too. I don't need it to be fake meat. Oh yeah, yeah and the things they do with falafel as well and other alternatives like beans and stuff like yeah people get creative and make some and it, they don't have to make it taste or, or oh. have a texture of meat like ha- it's just have you been I, I this is on the island um mm-hmm. that's on whitmarsh but have you been to corner grill ever corner grill the corner grill the so corner grill episode five season one okay. of beyond the check is the corner grill and he's just a dude flipping his burgers all day by himself in his place. And they're, they're some of the best burgers like that you, you'll also find in town. So if you're ever looking for another huh. burger guy. Yeah, I'll go to check him out. And his yeah, I, love the, I love discovering new, uh, new restaurants and, and businesses that I haven't discovered his, yet myself. Because usually I'm the one telling people. So uh, I appreciate that. His vegetarian black bean burger is probably one of the best black bean burgers I've ever had. Then I'll be checking it out. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be checking it out. Hell yeah. Um, I have a buddy who literally, he's a vegetarian. He's the worst vegetarian ever. Like, he yeah. just eats, he eats fish crackers like it's his job. <laughs> fish crackers. And, yeah, and that's it. Like, he, <laughs> he drinks them, right? I'm like, dude, go like go to the store. Get yourself some vegetarian burgers. Like, make yourself meals. And yeah. so I introduced him to that. And so about four times a week, he goes out there to get himself a black bean burger because it's like the this only real meal he eats. <laughs> The worst vegetarian ever. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> but anyway, what are you having for dinner tonight? Oh, good question. Um, well, we've got the nephew over from uh, Germany. He's out there um, uh, at Kiesler, the Kiesler, the Air Force Base there. Big Air Force Base. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's Hunter, here on the... Hunter. Um, and he's coming down with his girlfriend and mom. Uh, so we'll probably go out to dinner somewhere. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Pick one sure. of the, either pick one of the 50 that we work for or, uh, <laughs> or work with and, or, um, or check out somewhere new too. We don't exclusively I mean, the, the businesses is, we work with. If you, <laughs> if you go somewhere else, they might end up a client. Oh, yeah. That's why it's important so, to, uh, to, yeah, to venture around. Oh, yeah, definitely. Touche. Well, would you like to give any shout outs? Where, where, can, we, where, where can we follow you or any, any Cool things coming up. Um, well, well, cool things. We 
um, we started delivery service in Pular um, a couple weeks back, oh, um, yeah? which is which is something that we've wanted to venture out into for a, for a good while. Some of the restaurants that we work with here in Savannah also have locations out in Pular. Um, you know, Pula is an interesting place. It's I different hear it's cooler when it comes to the restaurant scene. You know, like it's very chain orientated. But uh, a fact that was very interesting that was presented to me a couple of weeks ago was Pula has the seventh most concentrated um, amount of restaurants in a in a one in a one mile radius. Radius, really? That makes sense. Yeah, seventh in the U.S. Seventh in the U.S. for concentration Seventh of restaurants. in the U.S., yeah. Wow. So, you know, I think, um, and there are some mama pups there um, Just that are trying them in. to. Oh, yeah, crammed <laughs> in. I mean, you go, like, uh, you, you surprise yourself. <laughs> it's restaurant, 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 restaurant. And, and there's so if you more want spaces to take the, growing, well, um, popping one up. One of the ultimate walking restaurant tours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walk one yeah. mile around Pooler. Yeah. But I hope to see more. Um, and there are the mom and pop restaurants there as well. There are the small businesses there too. And uh, we want to try and reach out and work with them and represent them similar to how we're representing them here yeah. in, in Savannah as well. Bravo to you, sir. Well, it's been in the books for a long time. And we thought it's now or never. And we're just just, just going to do just it. Just do it. Just do it. It's, of, cooler, yeah. it's cooler and cooler. Yeah. It's cooler fine. Cooler. It's going it's to be it's cooler and cooler. <laughs> and you're create, creating more jobs and poor yeah. and you know yeah yeah, yeah. and some all, you know like the, all the big around thing positive. that we that we want to do with 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 what we do in savannah as well is you know some pride in in the restaurants that you know that we have in town so um you know that's that's a big thing you know that we want want to to you know push you want to showcase the restaurants that we work with because each restaurant that we work with has to have something special or different. Um, we we don't want to work with just any restaurant. So, uh, ah, and yeah. people, pe- and that's good for marketing too. I would. Oh imagine. yeah, it is. You know, yeah, yeah. Pe- people I mean, want people want that restaurant, and they don't think they can get it. Yeah. Right, but because it's a local favorite, and you've mentioned several local favorites. Oh yeah. Green truck that you just normally wouldn't think I would have delivered, and I don't want to have it Uber eaten. Oh yeah. You know, but maybe oh, yeah. I would. Maybe I would trust Steve. S-A-B oh, yeah. takeout to actually get it to me the way that I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Trust Steve, guys. Trust Steve. He's going to get your food. Just me, hot, me and the team. Running. Not just me. I can't do it all on my own. Got a, and the team. A great team, yeah. The, trust the entire team at <laughs> S-A-B takeout.com. I think that we've been pushing on uh, lately. So, uh, D- yeah, delivering deliver, better? Delivered better. Delivered better. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, go to SAV Takeout here in Savannah, Georgia, or I guess now in Pooler, Georgia as well, and you can uh, have your food delivered better. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for being here, Steve. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, keep up the good work. Thanks, Rashad. Thank you. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Go watch my television series and uh, go follow us on Tastemade. Cheers. Cheers.